Okay, we're going to begin a new series today. It's going to take us for seven or eight weeks. Uh, and we've just been through the book of John, but like I always say, there's a lot of sermons that I don't preach. <laughs> you keep looking and say, well, that's a sermon, that's a sermon, that's a sermon. So as we've been going through, I've been keeping track in my mind of some of what I call the names of Jesus, or actually things he said about himself. He said, I'm the light of the world, I'm the bread of life, I'm the living water. And each one of those things is not just another name. Each one of those things has an application to a part of our life. And we need to think about the application as it applies to us and what he meant by saying those things. So I'm going to begin today with the statement that Jesus made, I am the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. I want to think about why these different things, like why is he light and then why is he water? Why is he a door? Uh, why is he these different things? What's he trying to communicate to us? And each one's a little bit different. God is not single-sided, and our needs are not single-sided. And so can't say, well, Jesus is God and we're all set. Yeah, we are, but we want to get these things that he's trying to communicate with us. So we're going to start in John chapter 9, <coughs> where he mentions this. In several places, he mentions uh, being light. We start in John 9. You see, he's very appropriate. And he uses it just the right time. So we want to think about uh, what is being said here. And then go back and think a little bit more, if we can, about how... Uh, the light of the world applies to you and me. John chapter 9, verse 1. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me. Well, it is day, the night cometh, when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And so a question rises, why is that man blind? Who sinned? And they got the whole idea wrong. They're wrong about the whole concept. And Jesus said, uh, you know, God allowed that man to be blind because of what's about to happen right now. I'm going to open his eyes. And so uh, people will understand something about who I am. I am the light of the world. And light is a wonderful thing. Uh, it's something we need a lot. I've been doing jobs at home that I haven't done for a long time. <laughs> One of those jobs uh, is my sockets. I got socket sets, probably five or six of them. And they're, thro they're thrown everywhere. Pile here, pile there. So I'm going to put them where they belong so the next time I need a half-inch socket it doesn't take me 45 minutes <laughs> to find it. So I got 
boxes of these sockets and I'm looking at them. You know what I mean? I know it's on there somewhere. So I said, what I need to do is get where I can see this. I got a great big light. Put it right over my head. Hey, I can see in the light. The light helps me to see. And so that's an important step of what we're about to think about here. Uh, we need the light to see clearly. Go back to John chapter 1. <clears throat> John's Gospel chapter 1. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. We'll try to figure out exactly what he's saying here and then how that applies to us. John chapter 1, we begin in verse 4. Uh, we're talking about Jesus here. It says, in him, in Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. All right. And so it's important there. What's he saying? What does it mean that Jesus was life, his life was the light of men. And he says, well, the darkness did not comprehend or uh, could not understand. It could not understand. And so it has to do with a function of the mind. There's a function of the mind. And he said the light shine in darkness or Jesus came into the world and they couldn't grasp it, they couldn't understand it and so light here has a direct application to how your mind works. How your mind works and your mind is what needs to be illuminated and, and lit up. And we need that to think about that particular fact about Light, uh, if we're going to understand what God needs us to understand, it's going to be like light coming into our mind. I did an experiment a long time ago when I was thinking about these things many years ago. I wanted to do something that would help me understand that the light shined in darkness, darkness comprehended in mind. And I happened to be down in my basement working. My basement is one of those where if you stand up in any particular place, you'll probably knock yourself right in the head. You know, some of them old basements that are this high some places, and you know. So you get used to walking like this in the basement. And I was down there and I said, you know, I'm going to figure this out. So I just reached over and turned the light off. Now this old basement of mine doesn't have any windows. But once I turn the light off, it's completely dark. Can't see nothing. So I said, well, I'm going to walk over the other side. And bang, I hit the thing. And bang, stubbed my toe. And I said, man, now I know what it's like to be in the dark, in the real dark. So I used that at my next lesson when I was preaching on this, talking about this. And this dear old lady comes up to me and said, you got to stop that. You're going to get hurt. <laughs> well, there's the truth. That's more truth than you think. 
people in the darkness are going to do things that are going to hurt them. They're going to have a horrible consequence on their life. And, and we see people doing things and we say, can't you see where this is going? Do you realize what this is going to take you? Can't you comprehend this? And the answer is no. They're in the dark, like me banging your head, knocking themselves in the head and banging around because they can't see. And so one of the things about the illumination or the light of the world is he meant it to come into your mind so that you would grasp truth. And I would say in particular, the function of the mind that he uses is to learn about several things. Learn about God, there's truth. Learn about God, learn about Jesus, uh, learn about life, and learn about me. And those are basic understanding of the way life works, the way God works, the way Jesus works, and the way we work. What's personally inside of us? How do we work? And if we're blind to it, if we're in the darkness, uh, we can't get anywhere. So we need God's light to come in so that we can begin to open up and understand. And when you see people in life having a difficult time with life, and, you know, you see people. Life is a struggle for them. It's a constant battle for them. Uh, what do we do? Well, let's get some light in so we understand how life works, how we're going to do the things to open up our minds so that we see. So Jesus said, uh, I'm going to ask you to function, have a functioning inside of your mind where you begin to grasp and have things illuminated in your mind. All right? And I think that's a very exact process. I can tell you, I can tell you, but only God can turn the switch on in your mind. All right? I can tell you, I can say, here, and you can repeat verbatim what I say. I say, here's what works. But until God turns that switch on, then you understand it. That's the difference. So we're asking God to turn the switch on. <clears throat> One of the great hymns by Charles Wesley, uh, where he talks about light and suddenly understanding something. Uh, he said, long my imprisoned spirit lay fast bound in sin and nature's night. Or that is, I did not understand life or what God wanted or what Jesus did for me. So I was kind of in the dark on what to do and how to live life. And then he wrote, thine eye, or God sent a beam of light down from his own eye. He's the light of the world. He sends a beam of light. Thine eye diffused, sent out a quickening ray. Or God's eye sent into where I was a, a beam of light. I woke, the dungeon flamed with light. All of a sudden, I understood. I comprehended. I knew what this was about. And it is that moment of comprehension that the light of the world brings to us. I don't bring it to you. 
God does. I say the words, he's the one that says in here, I'll turn that switch on, click, oh, I get it. I understand how life is and what I need to do because of life. And so he said, the light shined in darkness, darkness comprehended it not. It was meant to penetrate the darkness, give us truth, and that by understanding it in our mind that we come to know what to do. All right. Now over in Psalm, uh, we'll come back to John again, but Psalm uh, 119 there's a verse we learned when we were kids, uh, Psalm 119. You probably did too. You probably know it. <coughs> it's, it's a beautiful uh, verse. Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So I want to say that for you and me, the light of the world applies in a certain way, and I'm going to call guidance and direction uh, a very important part of the light of the world. <coughs> God is trying to guide us. He says to be a lamp for your feet so I can see where I'm going. I'm not wandering around the dark banging my head. And a light to my path. There, light the pathway and you know where you're going. And so I think one of the things we're going to say to the light of the world who is Jesus is help me to understand life. My life. I want to understand my life. I want you to tell me. I'm going to ask you for that lamp for my feet and life for my path. Ask God for guidance. And I think when he's talking about the light of the world, he's trying to clear up the mysteries of life. That poor fella was blind by the road. He didn't know what was going on. He never imagined he would see again. And everybody thought he was a bunch of sinners that made him blind, and it wasn't. And so they got his life straightened out, and he understood what he was supposed to do. And you and I need to ask God for guidance in our life. And don't be afraid. Uh, we need to know the will of God in general, and then in specific for you. We are given the word of God all, the will of God all through the Bible. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. And on and on and on. We know that these are things that God wants, alright? So, uh, if you say, well God, Maybe the rest of the world is supposed to be going, spreading the gospel, but I'm not, so tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> it's not how it works. Right? The will of God is that everybody plays a part, a role somewhere in spreading the gospel. That's why we have church, because we get together and we're much more powerful force together than we all are separated. So when we get together... We can do the will of God together. Right? And 
So uh, we learn the will of God in general. Now, how do I need to find it out for myself? I'm going to ask for the light to shine so we can understand what God wants. <clears throat> when I was younger, quite a bit younger, uh, came up an opportunity for me to get a job at Montezuma Wildlife Refuge. You've been down the thruway, been through that wildlife refuge by Syracuse there on both sides of the road, and it's called Montezuma. And I wanted to work at Montezuma, so I went and talked to the boss there. He said, well, you gotta go through all the processes of applying for the job. So I went in and I filled out this application and then that application, the next one and the next one. <laughs> so I went in, nothing happened. So I went in and I went in right into the office, the government office, and I sat down and I said, I wanna know where's my application? The guy said he never got it, you must have lost it. So I'm gonna sit here until you find it. So he's searching, uh, looking everywhere. There's a lady sitting as close to me as that right there, the next desk over. This poor guy says, I don't know. I looked in every pile of papers, I can't find your application. He says to the lady, now she's right here. He says, do you have it? I says, yeah, it's right here. <laughs> so I smile and he takes it and he goes, well, you got two applications, we had you two out fill. And if you go by this application, you're overqualified for the job. So we don't want to give it to you because you'll be bored. I said, I don't mind being bored like that, looking at birds all day. I can do that, you know. No, no, we can't have that. Then what about the other one? Well, uh, if there's a veteran, he gets 10 more points than you. So he'll get the job. So I struggled and struggled. I went back, talked to a guy. Finally, I said, you know what? This isn't, every door is shut, nothing works. This isn't meant for me. I really wanted it, I wanted to go there. Understand that I never knew why those doors were shut until this church came along. And I knew why I wasn't allowed to leave here because I had to come the shell. That's God's, that's God's doing. I would have been living in Syracuse. I would have never been here. And so you say, well, maybe God had something in Syracuse. Well, I think if that was true, I'd have been there. But God closed the door, and I didn't know why for 20 years until I finally got here. So you understand, and you say, well, God's going to guide us you're going to open a pathway for you, and you're going to close the door sometime. And then when it came to this church, you know, uh, what do we do, Lord? Tell me what you want me to do. I'll do what you want me to do. Uh, just tell me. And then one day, Sandy Young and David came to my house and said, we found a church. Came up here. It was pretty rough. <laughs> but we came up here. And so you get more and more light on the path. You begin to see life more and more clearly, what God wants for you and what God expects you to do. And we want to see life more clearly and understand what God's will is for your life. So you don't need to say, I don't know, God won't tell me what to do. Just keep searching, keep looking, 
And God will provide guidance. He said, I'm the light of the world, and I'm able to put light uh, into your life. Now, let's go back to John chapter 1. <coughs> John chapter 1. Because <coughs> there's a comment here that really uh, requires a little thought. Now, we read verse 4, in him was life. Life was the light of men. Or his, what he did helped people understand. Light shined in darkness. Darkness comprehended it not. Then down to verse 9. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now that makes you scratch your head. How does every person in the world have this light? How does every person in the world have this light? You say, wait a minute. There's a lot of people in the world that don't want anything to do with God, that hate God, uh, that ignore God, say he doesn't exist, all kinds of things. So how can we say that he lights every man that comes into the world? How can we say that? Well, every person, every person has an opportunity to learn. Particularly in the age that we live in. All right? Uh, you can turn on TV and you can watch 20 programs of people preaching. Now, I'm a little sad about that <laughs> because some of those guys are going to pay. Because they're not telling people the guidance and the light that they need. They're telling them, send us $1,000 and we'll plant your seed for you in our pocket and uh, uh, you'll be blessed. How often you heard that? Right? It goes on and on. Those guys are going to pay a price because here's what God wants. He wants every person to have an opportunity to make a choice. And every person does have an opportunity to make a choice. They have an opportunity to find things out. And someday in their life, there comes a question. Somebody dies that they know. Well, what happens? There's an opportunity for you. Right? Opportunity for you to have light. You've got to go look for it. But it will come, and you can be lit up. And so God provides that to everybody, and we've seen that here uh, all the time. Somebody comes walking in the door. They've never been here before. Say, what brought you here? Well, you know, somebody said something. That was a little light going into their heart. We heard it on the Internet. A little bit of light going into their heart. God's sending light, and that light starts to illuminate them, and they begin to sense, I need something. I want this information. I need to learn, have my own mind illuminated. And so God sends light all over to everybody so that everybody has a chance. So that when you go and stand before God and you say, nobody told me. God will say, no. We gave you lots of opportunities. We gave you a multitude of chances. There was that neighbor that you knew who was different. Why didn't you go ask them? 
You, know, you had a multitude of chances for the light to come in. And so he says, the true light that lighteth every man that comes into the world. So when we're out there doing church, living our lives, being who we are, uh, we can count on the light of the world going into these people's hearts and saying, hey, 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 look. And through my job at work that I did for a long time, a lot of people who began to see a truth and came to know the Lord through what I did. And it goes out and out and out and out and out. Because God is working. He's out there working. I remember a case with, with one fella. He came to me and he said, uh, my wife uh, is having a baby and I can't remember all the details. And I said to him, well, we're having prayer meeting tonight, so we'll pray for her. And he took off over in the corner. I said, what's he doing over there? I went over there, he was crying. He said, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think about praying? You know, why didn't I think of that? That was God using me for a little beam of light into his heart. And God does that. He has a little beam of light here and there. They come through you good. Right? And so we always have God working and spreading a little light, and uh, that's out there. So not only is it for our lives that we can understand what God wants us to do, what he wants us to be, how he expects us to live our lives, that's the function of our mind beginning to understand, and understand the will of God, but to go beyond that, that there are people out there who uh, are looking for the light in a very dark world. Believe me, a lot of people are listening to the insanity that goes on in our country now, and they're saying, that can't be right. That can't be right. There must be something else. We got the other thing. <laughs> we got the thing they need. And so... Uh, it's important, the light of the world is the illumination of the mind, your mind, my mind, that we'll understand God, Jesus, life, and our own self. And we'll get the guidance we need so we know what to do in life. And I've seen amazing things happen. People say, I don't know what to do about this job. I said, go to the interview. God will tell you. And this one person I know had... Three interviews. We went to the first two. Oh, it's wonderful. It's going to be my job. We went to the third one. The guy never showed up. I said, there you go. There's light on your path. You're not going there to work. Right? There's light on your path now. Now you know. Right? So God wants to do that for us. Help us to know what to do with our lives. We'll go on with more of these over the next few weeks. Thank you.